Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Say what? It's the latest Melchester Odyssey. Roy the Rovers. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've still got a bad voice from uh, those live shows we did, Sam. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> the road gets I'm, to you, um, doesn't it? I'm a mess. I need some yeah, kind of blood too. transfusion or <clears throat> I just, vitamin. I, I think we both need rest, mate. <clears throat> I need a load of vitamins blown up my yeah. arsehole, I think. You, there's a place in London, I don't know if you're interested in this, but I've been meaning to try it for a while. There's a place in London where you can go and get vitamin injections. Can you? And you know, like, you read about it, like politicians when they're on the campaign trail, mm-hmm. pop star, rock stars when they're on tour, loads of people have them. And right. they do, and if you Google it, it's, I think it's in somewhere like Marylebone, and they do a different injection for different purposes. So there's an energy one, a relaxation one, a de-stress one. I mean, I'm 99.9% sure it's complete fucking bollocks. Yeah, almost certainly. But I did, you know, it's it's like it's something like 20 quid for a shot. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go and have well, a shot of energy vitamins to well, see. It must be bollocks if it's in London. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, Sounds like a real load of shite. Sounds almost peak London. I don't know if they have them at vitamin shop bars in Sunderland. You I can, didn't see one when I was up there. You can buy fucking vitamin. You can buy multivitamins, can't you? Centrum. Stuff oh, yeah. them. Yeah, of course. But don't you think having an injection of them sounds more sexy? Well, a little bit, but not for 20 quid. You can buy a bottle of bed. Bottle of centrum for what fiver? You can shove <laughs> buy, a fucking, sh- buy a bottle of gin for that and still have change. <laughs> you can fucking shove it up your ass if you want to. If, you, if it's a um, fucking if it's a fucking friss on you're after, just jam it up your arsehole. Bottle of gin will make you feel fucking right. It's raining a lot quicker and all. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of which, uh, the latest episode, uh, Roy the Rovers. At the top, it says Roy faced a situation he'd never been in before. Which must Whoa. be fucking uh, new for him. Maybe he's having Jim blown up his bum hole. <clears throat> yeah, probably. Well, right. we'll see. Because he's just returned back from the training session on the Sunday morning in the snow, and Melchester's got their groove back, um, and he's driven back home. Um, uh, Penny's car wasn't in the garage. There was a big can of petrol at the side of the garage, and Roy <laughs> Jr. Like she thought of torching it, but then she thought better of it and left in a hurry. <laughs> well, she's left it there. It was a hint. Yeah, uh, and Roy Junior's little tricycles there as well. Um, yeah, and the house is still empty. hasn't learned to ride. Still hasn't fucking learned to ride a bike. Fucking three wheels. Eight years old. Unbelievable. Three wheels. Fucking not even stabilizers. The whole thing set up as a tricycle. It's a fucking right. joke. The he, kid he, is a fucking he, joke. He went one yard, fell over, fucking smashed his nose in. <laughs> I just, I tell you, I just, I just fucking turned and walked away. I left Penny to deal with it. Shut my head, went back into the house, yeah. had a kip. 
had <laughs> <laughs> <And> a nap. <laughs> so we're at the start of the next one. And Roy Fierce is a situation he's never been in before. It says here... With Melchester Rovers trapped in a relegation zone and a vital fourth-round FA Cup match looming, I mean, they only have, like, three league matches a season in the comic yeah. anyway. They're chucking cup Which matches make, in left, right and centre. very tough. This is the second yeah. cup match we've had this season. Uh, Roy was spending more and more time with his off-form players. This had upset his wife, Penny, and when Roy returned home after yet another training session, Roy is, is kind of storming in here. He's got his arms swinging. He's in his... John Motson sheepskin coat, he which of course was he has very, to walk like that when it, he's wearing it. It was very the, de rigueur in those days, wasn't it? Yeah. For all football men to wear sheepskins. And the, I like a sheepskin. And the Melchester uh, tracksuit underneath. Yeah, and he's really angry. Like he's walking, he's storming in in a sort of semi-aggressive manner. To be very honest, purposeful, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and he says he thinks because obviously there's no one else there, so he's not going to speak. Uh, what's going what's on? What's going on? Penny's car's missing from the garage, and that looks like a note from her. Note a fucking board. note. What's going on here? <clears throat> She's getting a bit above herself, isn't she? I didn't know she could write. <laughs> um, never mentioned that before. Fucking hell. Uh, Marriage is supposed <laughs> to be about honesty and truth and trust. Fucking trust. Turns out got- my, my old man told me a long time ago, never trust a woman who can write. Fucking Penny. Fucking Pensmith, more like. I'm in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> Got myself an intellectual. Yeah, one of them feminists, probably. <laughs> and uh, it was a note. And we see it close up uh, with a little bit of Roy's thumb. His thumbnail's very square. He's got it squared yeah. off. He keeps it, yeah. Is, uh, fucking, I'll tell you why and all. Manicure every day on the way into training. <laughs> I, get, I get it in the same place I have my hair blow dried. <laughs> I've got I've got one last blow dry in the air and another couple doing the fucking nails. And it was a note, and it says, "You seem to think more of Melchester Rovers than you do of your family, Roy Race." Ooh. So I've gone to Mother's. Your dinner is in the oven, Penny. And she, she's written she's, it on a couple of letters. It's a shouty cap, letter. Caps lock. Caps, caps lock. lock. But then signed her name with a flourish. Very beautifully. I mean, I'll say now. At this stage, my sympathies are with Roy and not Penny. Because mm. at the end of the day, right, he is managing a football club. Like he said to her a few chaps ago, I'm not managing a fucking pub darts team, Penny. <laughs> and like they are supposed to be the biggest club in the country. And yeah. what has triggered her walkout is that he decided to train on a Sunday. It's not something he does every week. Nope. He's decided to train on a Sunday because they had such a bad result the day before. She doesn't show him support because he's going through a difficult time. She'd have plenty every, to ab- say every other season, they're winning the league and winning yeah. the cup. She's happy. He's happy on, as Larry he's then, as the money's rolling in. in. Yeah, she'd, be, she'd have plenty to say if he got the sack and he was sitting around the house all day. Absolutely. And the money dried so, up. And it's like one day, look, I've got a train on a Sunday. Now, she wants to go to her mum's because she's feeling a bit disgruntled. That's normal. But just go to your mum's. <clears throat> you don't have to make a big deal out of it. Leave a can of petrol outside the house as no. a fucking warning. That's like the sort of thing the mafia would do. Yeah. <laughs> or the IRA. See that? <laughs> Next time it's getting used, you cunt. <laughs> think on. Um, no. Dear Roy, you seem to think more of Melchester Rovers than you do of your family. And for that reason, I've joined the Irish Republican Army. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So, Roy's clearly got no domestic skills whatsoever. 
because uh, we we're about to find out. So he sits down in his big fucking armchair. Which, oh, uh, look at the size in, of it. Oh, this has hit me for six. I'm going to have to sit in the big armchair. He looks like a little child sitting in it. It's my biggest one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got armchairs of various different sizes in my lounge, and no one else is allowed to uh, sit in them in other any than of them. me. And I usually so save the extra big one for after a win or Christmas Day or my birthday. But I tell you what, this is bad news. I'm sitting in the biggest so sometimes I'll sit in the biggest one when there's a French film on BBC Two on a Saturday night and I need to really express myself. I really um, need to sink in. He, he says, now take it steady, Racy. Don't panic. <coughs> Penny's just having a little tantrum, that's all. She could be as temperamental as Vic Guthrie when she wants to be. And I wouldn't marry him. Like Fox, she's better looking. Yeah. He says, so I'll play it cool for a couple of days. couple of days, she's already said she's just gone to her mother's left a dinner in the oven. He's already assuming she's gone for like a week or something. Yeah, he's fucking hoping at this he's, stage. Exactly. At this stage, he's thinking, fuck it, I've got dinner in the oven and it looks like a decent dinner as well. Yeah, there's steam coming off Potatoes and, and vegetables. I think it's like <clears> a, I think it's a proper meat and two veg. So, she, yeah, um, if this is what she does when she storms out, that's not yeah, exactly. so bad, is Dinner's it? Dinner's in the oven, and he's got, I'll play it cool for a couple of days. She might come back at tea time, and he'll be like, oh, fuck. I don't think you were coming back today. I was just about to watch Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Disney version on Betamax. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to watch it without the kids on, so I could enjoy it without them fucking making a racket so all the way really through. concentrate properly on it. My favourite film, I like the one who's a snake. <laughs> I'll play it cool. Pen, <laughs> look, the the king, he's a lion, but his helper, right, his mate, he's a snake. It's fucking hilarious. Doesn't make the sense. repartee they've got going is great. Doesn't make sense, but it's hilarious. <laughs> so I'll play it cool for a couple of days, give her the time to sort herself out. She'll soon come to our senses, he says as he pulls the dinner out of the oven. To be fair, he's had the sense to put the oven gloves on. I wasn't sure yeah. he would do that. Yeah, fucking hell. Oh! Oh, we're fucking out. It's a fucking trap. It was a trick, the bitch. Ah, uh, so... um, So he sits down for his meal, hmm. which, as we say, is really hearty. He's still got his training tracksuit on. Can't be bothered having a shower and getting changed. Maybe he had it at the training ground. And he's, he's decided to pour himself a glass of red wine. As yeah, well, fucking big one, and as he's well. got a big Full grin up. on his face, and he's he's literally raising the glass, seemingly to himself. Yeah, this is the life, racy. <laughs> Wife and kids out of the way for a few days. Fucking Sunday dinner, shit faced. I should piss her off more often. Is it if this is what happens? I don't know what he's going to do on a Sunday afternoon because there's nothing to tell you. There's no live football on back then, so no, I don't know what would be on? Maybe he's rubbing bullseye, up. bullseye. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Few bottles of wine, songs of praise, then bullseye. I think that was kind of when bull, but the <coughs> in, introduction of live football on a Premier League Sunday afternoon, that was kind of the death knell for bullseye, wasn't it? In 1992. Mm, I don't death, know, actually. Bullseye Maybe. lasted about another three years, I think. Yeah, but remember, before that, they used to have the match on a Sunday afternoon, V and St. John. Oh, the, yeah, they did, yeah. In the Sorry. 80s, yeah. <clears throat> Ignore me. Right, Fucking so well. All right then. So the next morning, he's managed to get changed into his pajamas, which are also red. 
Uh, and then the next morning he's working, he's sitting up and having a stretch in bed. Uh, now, what shall I do today? There's no training and Ben Galloway can cope with the office work. Ben, you can do the office shit. Is there any office shit to do? You can do that. The stapler needs new staples putting in it and that's about it. I'm not going in to do it. Fuck off. I can't fucking back. Right, what I'm going to do is I'll have a quick wank. <laughs> right in front of TV AM. Oh no, that hasn't started yet. It's not, <laughs> still only 1980. There's no on. Shit. Hopefully, fucking maybe Penelope pit stops on. <laughs> <laughs> have a quick wank. Then have a cup of tea, and then he says, "I'll call old Blackie and see if he fancies around the golf." Um, and unfortunately, not because Blackie is in his civvies. Uh, he's holding the paintbrush. Uh, so, Sally and I I've been promising the wife that I'd decorate the bedroom sorry the bathroom and she's finally persuading me I'm right in the middle of it at the moment and Racy's gutted at this yeah oh uh, oh, that's okay Blackie uh, it was just a thought <laughs> he slams the phone down cunt <laughs> fucking cunt fucking hell Why is the he things I've done for him the <laughs> things I have fucking done for that cunt truth be told right He's not good enough. To, he, he's not been good enough to be in our first eleven for a couple of years now. But he's a mate, right? Yeah, I'm doing him a so, favour. And I know, I know he gets a match bonus for being in the starting lineup, right? So I've done him a favour. One time I need him. He's playing in his pigging bathroom. He's up a fucking ladder. He's under dickhead. the fucking thumb, that dickhead. These are course of the Fuck days it. when a, a professional footballer couldn't afford to just get a decorator in. Yeah, he's had to get the paintbrush out and the paints and the ladder and do it himself. Fuck it, who cares? I'm going to fucking play snooker against myself. <laughs> she does in the next frame. It says, as the days passed and Roy enjoyed, well, in inverted commas, his freedom. He doesn't go out for, for, for like a few days. He doesn't bother turning up to training or anything. It doesn't look like it, does it? He's dressed up quite smart, though. He's got a jumper, a V-neck jumper. Yeah. Like, well, it looks like, like lamb's wool. And... Um, a shirt, a nice iron shirt underneath. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm home alone and I'm just dossing about, mm. you won't see me. Yet. I mean, the most I'll do is change from my pajamas into a tracksuit. Yeah, see me. I mean, no one's clean as the t-shirt and a pair of jogging pants. That's exactly, it. and it, and it's like that's part of the fun of it. I certainly <laughs> wouldn't shave. That would be the last uniform. thing. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't shave, and he's not only clean shaven, but he's he's blown dried his hair in his yes. trademark style. So fair play at this stage, at least. We'll see how it develops, but yeah. at this stage, he's really keeping his dignity. At this stage, it's all positives and no negatives for, for yeah. Roy, as far as he's concerned. But I he's prefer wearing, snooker against myself, anyway. He's he's wearing, um, you know, in those those features in Shoot magazine where a player would be at home. He's yeah. dressed like they would be in that. He's got the jumper yeah. and the shirt. He's probably got some slacks on as well. On the lounge, in the lounge. Yeah. So uh, he's playing snooker against himself. He's just shanked the white ball right over the top of the red, and it's bounced off the cushion Fuck. and off the table. <laughs> Fucking hell! Nothing's going right for me at the minute. How... I can't even. I can't even win against myself. I don't know how anybody that's got their own snooker table could play a shot like that. But there we go. Yeah. Obviously, doesn't use it enough. <clears throat> so he's saying, um, I'm fed up playing snooker against myself. I keep losing. Jalapeno. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. And then onto the next page. And he's standing outside with his hand in the pocket of his jeans, looking at his helicopter. This is where the existential crisis is about to kick in, I think. And he goes, uh, of course, I can always go for a ride in my helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would, wouldn't you? Fucking hell. Yeah, I but mean, where? In, in a way, he's spoilt for choice, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, in this era, if you're at home alone, most of us would have had, at best, you might have had an Atari game system. Mm. right but probably not even that probably not even a vhs nothing i mean you'd be sat around playing fucking tiddlywinks against yourself he's got a pool table and a fucking sports car and his own helicopter i mean you wouldn't know what to do would you he's got all the creature comforts and luxuries that a man could possibly have but deep down inside he's lost i'm not happy i had the lot but inside, there was still a gaping void that only one thing could fill. Penny <laughs> and a, and them couple of kids. Well, even, one of them. I'd even accept the kids coming back, to be fair. <laughs> it's the price I'm prepared to for, pay. For a little while, anyway. So he says, of course, I could always go for a ride in the helicopter. And then next for him, he's jumped in the car. He's jumped in the Lambo. Okay, I'll go um, for a speed around in the Lambo. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd still be on my own, he says. That does it. I've had enough of freedom. Is that a caged bird? Yeah. Um, and then we see him at the mother-in-law's house. Soon at the house of Roy's mother-in-law. Hello, Audrey. He's turned up. She's already waiting on the doorstep. She probably seen him heard pull him up. skidding round the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, here sounds he comes. like Roy's here. <laughs> Hello, Audrey. You can tell Penny she's won. I've come to take her home. <laughs> a bit very, presumptuous, uh, isn't it? Very modern. Enlightened yeah. outlook. Yeah. The battle of the sexes is at an end. Yet again. <laughs> I declare her uh, the winner. <laughs> now get her out here. I'll sling her over my shoulder and drag her home. Drag her back to the cave. She can get me tea on. And Audrey, Penny's mum, isn't having any of this. Oh, have you? Well, you're too late, Roy Race. <laughs> and then a close-up of her. And she looks a bit like B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. Um, I mean, it's about time Penny started t- thinking of herself. What you need is a little break, I said. Get right away from all this football nonsense. Soak up the sunshine. Get away from that fucking Roy Race prick. <laughs> and, you know, she's almost a stereotypical mother-in-law. She's interfering. She's trying to drive a wedge between the yeah. supposedly happily married couple. Um... I mean, I don't think this kind of thing goes on in real life, but this is uh, this is the stereotype in action. Um, and she goes up to say, I'm glad to say she took my advice. Penny and the twins flew off to Crete. Of course it's fucking Crete. Of course it's fucking Crete. Fucking Crete, of all places. She knows that's my favourite. It's ruined now. Every time I go there, I think about her running away without me. Uh, Penny and the twins flew off to Crete on Wednesday. Um, so we're looking at it's at least Thursday now. Could be Friday. Roy hasn't is, been out. 
talk, I mean, again, right? Roy can be a dick, but Penny is using a fucking sledgehammer to crack a nut in. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's been a little bit distracted with work. She's not only left, she's taken the kids to another country without telling him. Yeah. It's not And on. how she paid for it. Where'd she get the money from? I'm in charge of the fucking purse strings here. Has she been squirreling money away? Remember, it's 1980, right? So there's no fucking cash point machines or debit cards, right? You've got to go up the bank with your, with two bits of identification <laughs> and cash a fucking check. <laughs> so, yeah, so she tells him that, the bombshell about Crete, and he goes, what? And he's... He, and he Rich. Looks, he looks fucking crestfallen. Yeah. He looks like a ghost in the next the next frame. Um, and Audrey's behind him as he walks away, pointing a finger at him, giving him a lecture, which he doesn't need. Um, it's your own fault for neglecting her, Roy. When I think of what Fuck that girl off. has had to put up with, <laughs> nothing but football, football, football. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking need it. Give me a fucking headache. Football, uh, football, football. Puts the fucking money on the table. Yeah. Football, football, <laughs> football has fucking paid for her trip to Crete. And I didn't hear you fucking complaining, right? When I fucking lent us the money to get the double glazing put in here because you were freezing your fucking tits off at winter, right? And by the way, don't think I haven't noticed I haven't had a penny back yet. <laughs> I could turn around now and say to you, I want the lot back first thing Saturday. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not a cunt. You just pay me when you're ready. But I know. It's noted. <laughs> You fucking know, and I know what you're up to, right? So spare me the fucking lectures. <laughs> <laughs> and Audrey says, uh, "I'd be, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if she never came back." Fuck you. <laughs> You'd be fucking gutted, though, wouldn't you? Because uh, that'd cut off your fucking pipeline to my cash. <laughs> And oh, the free tickets at fucking Melchester for all your daft fucking mates. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, the next frame, it says two days later. So this is obviously Thursday. Um, So why is she saying Wednesday? She should just say yesterday. She's fucking lost the plot. She don't yeah, know she what day know what it is. She doesn't know what fucking day of the week it is either. Uh, she'll be on the gin or the vitamins. Two days later, as thousands of fans flocked to Melchester Stadium for the FA Cup match against First, First Division Rotherton, um, <clears throat> uh, the fans are outside chatting amongst themselves as they do. Roy's been strangely quiet just lately. They say he hasn't even finalised his team yet. Who says that? Who's told them that? What the fuck? The way the Rovers have been playing, I'm not surprised. We badly need a good run in the cup, says one of yeah. them. You fucking get what you're given. Just keep handing your money over. Fucking <laughs> football's not about winning all the time. Yeah, it's not what football's about, for fuck's fucking sake. Fucking hell, everyone has a bad spell. Just fucking keep supporting them, knobheads. So, um, but yeah, Roy's had a fucking massive downturn in the two days since uh, since he went round to Audrey's, because we then see him turning up in the dressing room. He's still got the sheepskin coat on. Uh, underneath is a white shirt, open at the collar, and the tie is fucking halfway down his chest. Uh, it says at that moment a dishevelled figure was entering the Rovers dressing room and the 
the, the players are all in their kits. They're ready to go. It must be like 2.40pm or something. And Roy staggers in. And they all look shocked. Dr. Mackay says, Roy! One of the other anonymous ones says, Good grief, look at the state of him. Black Good grief. Good grief. Oh, look at the state of him. He's a bloody mess. It's like... If it was a sitcom in this era, there was always had to be a camp character, didn't there? Yeah. Like Dad's Army, I suppose it was. Who was the old fella? Mr. Corporal Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. And of course, was John it Lardy Da, Lardy, Lardy da Gunner Graham in, uh, yeah, yeah. in Eight and a Half Hot Mum? And of course, there's John Inman. There was in every, in every um, what do you call a, a, a show or a sitcom or film that has a, a whole cast of characters ensemble. in it. An ensemble cast. They're always in this era had to be a gay one. Yeah. Or a camp one. And that's this fella, isn't it? It is. Good grief. Look at the state of him. Oh, he looks like he's been dragged through a hedge backwards. And um, Blackie goes, are you all right, Skipper? No, oh, no Blackie's sorry, a, Blackie. Blackie's a scouser. Are you all okay, Skipper? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. The fact is... I can't even remember who's substitute. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. He's gone. He's gone from, in, in two days, he's gone from idly standing around in his garden, looking at his helicopter and having a bit of a think, to yeah. I've got no idea who the substitute is that I've picked for this what team. What the fuck's happening? Don't he reminds go. me of me. I can turn that quickly. Can you? Yeah, one minute I'll just be thinking and thinking and then sometimes I'll catch myself thinking and thinking isn't it nice just standing around having Having a a, think with nothing to do having a bit of a think having a lovely bit of a think and you think nothing could bother me now in fact I'm pretty certain nothing will ever bother me ever again and then like literally a day later it's like I've grown a beard and I haven't showered fucking hell I'm not I'm never opening any mail ever again I don't know who the name of my kids are or anything I forgot, truth be told, I've forgotten the bloody name of my podcast. <laughs> so he says, I can't remember who substitute. But then he says, but you better tell him to warm up, Blackie. I'll Whoever just drop it fucking me- is. <laughs> I've, just, I've just dropped myself. <laughs> I don't know what he means by that. Sounds like he shat himself. He shit himself, I'll yeah, I think it, so. I've just fucking dropped myself. I've had a long, I've had a long chat with myself in the mirror, and I've decided that no, I'm not up to it. Go turn the showers on. I'm just going to fucking lie on the floor for the next two hours while you all go out and play football. I'm not even fucking bothered if you win or not. So there he is. He's uh... <laughs> he's just there. so I don't know. There must be another sub, a substitute, substitute lined up because Roy's not going to be on the bench. His he's an absolute all mess. Undone. His tie's all undone. His hair's gone lank. There's, there's a couple of days of stubble there. Yeah. Uh, the hair's flopped. Uh, his eyes, His eyes are sunken and fucking The shirt, dead. you can sort of almost smell the sweat, can't you? The BO yeah. off of the shirt. The shirt looks unwashed and just in a state. I don't know what eight-year-olds reading this would have thought. I would have been eight when, this was, when I read mm. this at the time, and I don't know what I would have thought was going on here. But, uh, I've never saw thought, my dad like that, put it, it that way. I would have found it upsetting. Yeah, because he's our hero. He's our he's Yeah, our you guy. don't want to see him like this, yeah. No. But, uh, and then the bit at the bottom when it gives you a preview of the next uh, episode, 
you know, you would think it would give you some kind of hint about Roy's domestic situation changing or improving, but it just says, there's a sensational goal in next week's instalment. It's almost like saying, stick with us, the football's going to be back next week. There'll be a yeah, goal. Yeah, we'll get over it. The, the thing is, is that I I often think they were being influenced. Soaps were so massive then. I think this would have been when Dallas mm. was fucking huge, right? Well, it was. As we find out later in the year, there's a big yeah. Dallas influence and, coming up. And and I do think that Dallas was so massive yeah. in in Britain at this time that all of this domestic drama and one of the big storylines, which, as you say, we'll soon get on to, were influenced really heavily by Dallas. Because I think if you go back and look at the 70s and 60s, there wasn't so much about all of this kind of thing. No. It was just football, football, football. Yeah. But it's, it, yeah, it is. It's a soap opera, isn't it? Um, mm. So, yeah, there it is. He's dropped, he's dropped himself... Um, his life is a fucking mess. I don't know where we go from here, but this has been a football-free episode. But it's been, it, it, you know, marks out a ten for this one, Sam. Well, it's high drama. I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah, just at the appearance of the mo- the confrontation with the mother-in-law it reminds me of the confrontation between Ray Liotta mm. and uh, his mother-in-law in which one of the best <coughs> scenes in Goodfellas. It was where he he turns up late and mm. she answers the door to him in the middle of the night and starts going, "What kind of people are you? Who stays out this late? You're a married man." <laughs> and he turns around and just walks slowly back across the driveway, laughing really loudly. DTFN, <laughs> dickhead. It, it might well be that. That scene was influenced by this strip, by yeah, Roy, Roy's visit to Audrey. Scorsese was a big fan of Roy of the Rovers, and originally he was going to make a Roy of the Rovers movie yeah. with Ray Liotta in the Roy role. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I think, but his I was think the wrong Joe, Joe Pesci was going to play Vic Guthrie, right? <laughs> and Robert De Niro was going to play Blackie Gray. Blackie Gray. But he couldn't, he couldn't, no matter what he did, he couldn't acquire the license couldn't afford to the use rights. Roy the Rovers couldn't, afford, couldn't afford the rights so he, in the end he just basically kept more or less the same storyline <laughs> but he adapted it to being about gangsters in New York also I'd like to know more about David Skew the, the illustrator's uh, domestic situation at this time because I don't know whether some of this was just him getting out some of his own personal demons on some the of his issues of with Rovers. women yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm David Skew I could have a helicopter if I wanted one <laughs> I still, but I can't get a fucking bird because <laughs> yeah, they're fucking they'll all leave you they'll all leave you for someone who owns a fucking helicopter or at least a fucking triumph <laughs> so there we are we'll leave it there and we'll pick it up again in the next episode with, we'll find out what happens will more Roy, domestic strife on its way will Roy get Penny back will he go to Crete and drag her back will uh, Melchester will he sort Northerton? his barnet out and have a shave yeah or will things just get worse and worse and worse? Uh, we'll find out next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. TTFN. TTFN. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.